I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we want to talk about European Parliament in Brussels. Tomorrow, the European Parliament in Brussels is set to debate a resolution apparently backed by a vast majority of members of European Parliament, that is highly critical of Indian policies on Kashmir and citizenship. In particular, on citizenship, it seems to term the policy not just discriminatory, it seems to fear a vast crisis of people left stateless, as the word goes. Uh, The question we are going to talk about today and debate is whether this actually affects the country is it a diplomatic problem? Is this something we need to worry about? That's the whole question. Uh, let's begin. Uh, Shrijay, what are your views on this? Uh, Arish, we certainly need to worry about uh, the resolution that is going to be debated tomorrow in the European Parliament at 6 p.m. Uh, see, we can. Uh, India's standard, standard response would be that it is uh, the CA, that is the Citizenship Amendment Act, uh, and Kashmir, these are internal issues of uh, India and uh, uh, foreign foreign powers need not interfere in this. But then you see uh, India has uh, trade as, as well as diplomatic ties with, with other countries and therefore what happens internally in the domestic politics will have a bearing on such ties that India maintains uh, with, the, with the outside world. You see, uh, since this uh, uh, Citizenship Amendment Act was passed, I mean, uh, uh, was enacted, uh, there has uh, uh, been uh, uh, protests going on across India. In Delhi itself, in Shaheen Bagh area, women and, and small children are protesting. And electioneering is also incidentally going on in, in for, the, for the Delhi Assembly. And look at the manner in which uh, the, the, the political leaders uh, are... are trying to demonize these protesters in most uncouth and communal terms. Do you think the world will not take note of this? Mm -hmm. It also turns out that the whole process is getting more complicated. They are talking about needing proof of religion to qualify for some of those, uh, you know, provisions under that act. It's complicated. But business is business, trade is trade. Would it really affect us? We know that there are no sanctions behind this. Mm -hmm. Srija, what do you think? 
I would like to differ from Shreja. I mean, I do understand when you say the foreign policy reflects whatever domestic policies and priorities we set, because it's a macrocosmic view of what happens in the country. But I would say that um, the as per Indian's um, act on the citizenship, uh, with response to the citizenship act, or the application of the Article 370, these are legislations or pre legislative procedures which have been internally debated, discussed, and then adopted by the Indian government and um, with the voice of the people. So definitely with uh, when you consider this, uh, for an outside entity, for here uh, we get the European Parliament, they necessarily don't have the, I wouldn't say the heft, but they necessarily don't have the, you know, the, the aspect of uh, criticizing or debating, which, which is something very internal to India's affairs. And also, um, you would change, uh, or you would note the statement uh, set out by the EU spokesperson, also EU officials uh, from both the Council and the Commission have said that this does not reflect the official stance. So which means they're already divorcing themselves from whatever is going within the parliament. And given that EU-India has a very strategic partnership and also very economic ties have also deepened. And after Brexit, EU is definitely going to look for partners in the free. And India definitely, you know, given its um, both diplomatic, political and economic heft in the Southeast Asian region stands as a very crucial partner. So when they're willing to reset ties with India, definitely, um, uh, you know, these sort of um, acts or these sort of uh, perceptions will not harbor uh, or will rather not have any bearing on the India-EU ties, I feel. So basically, the economic agenda will overtake this kind of thing. And this is just being done for the record in Parliament. It need not have any consequence whatsoever. Uh, what do you make of this, Rohit? So uh, I'm looking at two factors here. One is that, you know, there, no, there, won't, there won't be any technical consequences of tomorrow's resolution. And uh, also, uh, the EU spokesperson for foreign, uh, foreign affairs and security policy has uh, said that this is not our official stand on uh, whatever, they, uh, whatever they, uh, uh, the opinion they come up with. Uh, and the other thing is that international, uh, in international affairs economics play, plays a big role. So I do not, and with, uh, given that India is a country of uh, you know, a billion people with so much potential for uh, international trade for all uh, European Union countries, uh, I do not think at, um, uh, with the way things are, with the current state of affairs, at the moment we need to worry about what opinion they, you know, what they decide or what they, you know, what position they take tomorrow. So it turns out we can afford to look away from what's going on in the European Parliament or whatever resolution they choose to pass. Uh, since it's unlikely to have any particularly uh, harmful impact on the country. On the other hand, it's very clear now that India is now in the global spotlight, not for good reasons. And that may be something that our diplomats have to work harder at or how to counter this kind of thing. Uh, one of the things they should pay attention to perhaps is which way the Indian judiciary rules on this particular issue of the Citizenship Act. Uh, thank you. That will be all for today. Tune in tomorrow to get your dose on Mint's editorial discussions. If you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss, please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. For more on Mint views, you can follow us on Twitter at Shrija Kundu. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. 
I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.